Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Akun Wong and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me as always is my co-host from Ref the District, full press coverage, and of course, right here on FGT, it's Trevor's Story! <laughs> yeah, well, hey Trevor. Every, every week the intro gets better and better, man. Up, <laughs> I'm getting better at it. All right. Yeah, see, I, at some point, I just want to be your hype man, Trev. I just kind of want to walk around <laughs> behind you. And like when you walk okay. into places, I'll be like, entering now, Trevor Stores! <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, you know how, do you ever see the, the old movie, I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker? Yeah, and he has a guy yeah. walking behind him with his theme music. That's like me. Yeah. That's going to be me. <laughs> I'm going to be walking around with theme music. Um, so speaking of weird things that I walked into <laughs> this week, um, we were talking pre-show that, you know, I haven't had a chance to go out to see a movie in a while. And so I've been excited about how streaming services have brought movies from the theaters directly to us in very short order. Like Paramount and Peacock, they've been doing a great job of bringing movies almost like a month and a half or more than two months after release in the theaters. It's been great. And I was all excited to see what Paramount Plus is going to bring us to week. And they bring us 80 for Brady. And I'm like, oh, oh damn it. <laughs> I'm like, ah, damn it. Um, so that being said, you know, I, and we did talk about this before, like, I'm not exactly sure who the target audience is. Obviously, Trev, you and I, we don't fit the target audience. Because I think it has to be women over 80 who are friends of Tom Brady, who who like who are fans of Tom Brady, who live in the northeast part of the country. So we right. completely strike out on all those things. I'm pretty <laughs> sure, absolutely strike out on all those things. So anyway, um, that's my disappointment for the week. Uh, pretty bummed about that. But let's turn to something that's exciting and that I'm excited about, and that's this podcast because we got lots to talk about this week. We're gonna keep doing what we did last week. Last week we broke down the top quarterbacks in the NFL draft coming up just around the corner. And this week, we're going to talk about the top wide receivers, running backs, and tight end draft prospects coming up in the NFL draft. So this is going to be so much fun. Let's get this started. And obviously, we're going to be super biased about our own teams because <laughs> we'll be like picking the best possible players for our own teams. I already know it. I can see it already. Um, but that, saying, uh, that being said, let's start with the wide receivers because this is actually a, a relatively solid wide receiver class that we have this year. And, and this is in no particular order, although looking at the big draft board from PFF, again, we're kind of going in that order. But, um, you know, people can disagree on the order in which these guys will go off the board because they do have different strengths and weaknesses. And we're going to start with the guy that I have the big man crush on, and that's Quentin Johnston uh, out of TCU. Because I have mm-hmm. a, I've made, as no, I've not hidden it at all. I completely own the fact that I have a huge man crush on Quentin Johnston. I think he's going to be great in the NFL. Uh, he was uh, terrific at the NFL scouting combine, but more importantly in 2022, he recorded 60 receptions on 1,000 and for 1,069 yards and six touchdowns. Um, everyone thinks he has a very high-end skill set, runs great routes, is uh, very fast, and they've made a lot of comparisons to wide receivers like A.J. Green and Julio Jones. So certainly someone 
who we think can be really, really uh, impactful there. Not to mention that he's 6'3 and 208 pounds, so, and he has a nice wingspan as well. So he has lots of range, and he's tall, and he can get up and get those big 50-50 balls. So uh, you, everybody knows how I feel about Quentin Johnston already. But what are your thoughts here on Quentin Johnston, Trev, and where do you think he might want to end up? Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think he's probably one of the best receivers that there are in the draft. Um, he helped Max Duggan look like a really great quarterback. I'm here to help them, you know, get their butt kicked <laughs> at right. the end of the season, but they got that there at least. Was, yeah, <laughs> it was. I mean, at least they got there. So if, if for him in the draft, as I'm looking at it, I can see him falling down to like number eight where the Falcons are picking since, you know, they've got Kyle Pitts. They've got Devin Ritter, but they really don't have a good wide receiver right there like with Kyle Pitts. So I can see them taking him there at eight. And then maybe your Chicago Bears at nine from the you got from yeah. Carolina. I can see him there too as well. Um, you know, give some another weapon for Justin Fields to help him be the quarterback that we're all looking for him to be. So around the eight or nine area, I think the first wide receiver will be him. And that's, I think, where he'll, 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 he'll go. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I think there is – I mean, obviously, I would love it if he became a Bear, but I think this, um, to be practical, they're probably going to go of an offensive lineman, an offensive tackle. Um, you know, I, I've been on record of saying that Peter Skoronsky is the guy they should get um, top-end left mm-hmm. tackle there because they really need to protect Justin Fields. I mean, he's going to get absolutely destroyed um, <laughs> if they don't get more protection for him. And And, and let's be honest – that's basically the asset that we're building on right now. Without without Justin Fields, we basically have no one. So I, I think that's uh, – but but that being said, Skaronsky may be off by then, right? I mean, it's possible yeah. that somebody may get up to get him. Uh, anybody – everyone can probably use some help on the offensive line. I would love, love, love if we – I mean, and before we – and let me just be clear. Before we got DJ Moore, I was all in on getting Quentin Johnson. I, the only reason mm-hmm. why I'm not all in now is because we got DJ Moore. We had Chase, Chase, uh, Chase Claypool, who we traded for last season. And um, um, I could see Quentin Johnson actually landing up being a Patriot, like in the mid, like early mid rounds. Um, That would be really great place for him. Um, And that would suck for everybody else. I don't, you know, speaking of places that we don't want him to end up, I I could see him ending up somewhere around there. So, and if the, um, if the Houston Texans take a quarterback with the number two overall pick, which I expect they will, I can see them going ahead and taking a, 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 wide receiver in their uh, pick 12. And wouldn't that be something, huh? That if they were able fun. to get one of uh, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud and then pair that with uh, Quentin Johnston, I think that would be just um, out of this world. <laughs> yeah, it would be, yeah, be the equivalent of like, you know, how the Bengals did it by getting, I mean, obviously they didn't play together in college, but it's like, you know, Joe Burrow and then Jamar Chase, like top end, top end. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be uh, something that would be amazing to see. So, I, again, I think we're all in on Quentin Johnston there. Uh, no surprise there. And he will probably go in the early first round. So let's go ahead and uh, talk about the next wide receiver on the list here. And some people can differ here, but um, Jackson Smith, and Jigba is the uh, guy that's been most likely looked at as the number two wide receiver in the class. Uh, he is a, uh, I mean, we don't have a lot of tape on him because uh, he had a hamstring injury that may, led him to miss most of 2022. But in 2021, he absolutely blasted it. I mean, he absolutely looked amazing. 94 caught passes for 1,606 yards and nine touchdowns. And also, an amazing Rose Bowl performance uh, that led the Ohio State Buckeyes in a comeback win over Utah. So, 
I mean, he has speed, athleticism, playmaking ability. I mean, the guy looks like the the whole package. Um, it's a little bit interesting because obviously he's coming off of injury. He didn't do every. Uh, he didn't come, he didn't participate in the entirety of all the drills for the combine. But what do you think here about um, uh, about um, Jackson Smith and Jigba? I think he is one of the best, better receivers in the draft as well. Just to know how good he's going to do. Like you said, he, he skipped a couple of drills during his combine and pro day, and he's coming off of that really bad injury there towards the ear. So you don't know yeah. if he's actually going to be ready right at week one, week two, maybe by midweek. You just don't know the severity of the injury. But um, if 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 Quentin Johnson was to go first off the board out of wide receivers, he'd definitely be next. So if we say Quentin went to the, the Texans, I can see him going to the Patriots or the Packers at 15. You know, they've been – in the market for trying to get a wide receiver for a long time, and they end up, I don't know, going somewhere else. I think if you have Jordan Love, you need somebody that security blanket because Alan Lazard's gone. Um, so, yeah, might as well go to the Packers at 15. And then if not mm. there, I can see him going down to even possibly, uh, oof, Seattle maybe at 20. So I think Seattle has the fifth pick as well, and I see them – going somewhere else to help out Geno Smith there immediately and then go down to the luxury wide receiver down near Seattle. So yeah. I don't know. He could go anywhere. He can go further down and depends on what other people do and what they need, but he's definitely a top 15 pick at wide receiver if a team needs a wide receiver. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, the, the one thing that did bother me a little bit is his broad jump at the combine. I mean, obviously coming off injury and it being a hamstring injury, uh, he ended up doing, uh, you know, in the top wide receivers, he was way, way, way down there. He had uh, 10 foot 5 inches. I mean, I, I think that was like 20-something uh, on the list. I and mean, just, as, just as a comparison, Quentin Johnson uh, had the second best uh, broad jump in the combine at 11 feet 2 inches. So he was like, that, that's half foot, more than a half foot shorter than that. And it makes you kind of wonder if there is a problem with that hamstring. But that being said, mm-hmm. uh, he was fine otherwise. You know, you, you, I didn't think there was any other issue with regard to um, his performance at the Combine, and everyone knows what he did in 2021. I think what you've highlighted is the big problem is that we just don't know what's going to happen um, when he comes back. The one thing that gave me a lot of confidence, though, is that on the three-cone drill, he had the best three-cone drill of any wide receiver in the Combine in 2023 by a long shot, by, by a huge margin. 6.57 seconds. The next best was 6.85 seconds. So he was so much faster. And, and typically – um, that is an indicator of his ability to to switch directions on the fly. Um, I can see that making him a very dangerous receiver. And you don't need straight ahead speed to do that, right? You just got to run really good routes. And uh, right. when you cut, man, you're open. So um, I, I think that is a good thing. The only problem is that uh, in Jigba, uh, Smith and Jigba is, is more of a possession slot receiver. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he fits everywhere. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like one of those guys where you kind of have to have a need, I think, to to want to – squeeze him in. You know, I'm just not 100% sure um, where he would fit in. Um, the place I would love to see him fall to is the Bengals, all the way at the end of the first round. I don't think he's going to fall that far. But can you imagine if they got um, Smith and Jigba in there with Jamar Chase um, and, um, and T. T. Higgins um, and Tyler Boyd? I mean, Tyler Boyd would be there four, kind of. You know what I mean? Can you imagine how insane that would be? Um that would be that would be crazy, but I don't think he's going to fall that far. Um, and it's possible he'd go to Buffalo before that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's enti- it's entirely possible that he 
uh, goes earlier than that. I mean, there's obviously some a lot of openings once uh, that you've noted as well. I think that the the uh, Chargers could also use a wide receiver. So there's yeah. also that possibility kind of floating out there too. I, I don't, I'm not really sure if there's a clear fit there. Cause like I said, he is definitely a top prospect, but um, a possession a slot receiver by and large. All right, let's move on to the next guy on the list. And um, that is Jordan Addison wide receiver out of USC five uh, eleven, um, And he had 59 receptions at USC for 875 yards and eight touchdowns. Um, he had, he missed a little bit of time due to injury, but he, he definitely has done quite well when he was on the field and he doesn't seem to be impacted by any injuries right now. Um, you know, obviously he played, uh, with, um, with, uh, Kenny Pickett in 2021 and, um, he had an amazing, amazing year in 2021, hundred passes for 1,593 yards, 17 touchdowns. So you pair him with a really solid, uh, quarterback and he's just going to fly clear. That's going to happen. So what do you think about Jordan Addison out of USC and where he might end up. Oh man, this is another really good receiver as well. Nice possession receiver, 5'11", kind of short for a, a wide receiver, which you're looking for, but a great complimentary to wide receiver number one. Possibly yeah. have to become wide receiver number one if he goes somewhere else, but he could be a, a great wide receiver number two. Now, as I'm looking at this first round, I don't know, maybe the Steelers grab him at 17. I know they went with George Pickens already last year, but maybe they need another one to help to go along with him. Um, the Chargers need a receiver. He could go there. Uh, if you want to keep Lamar Jackson and, you know, try to help him stay there, he can go to Baltimore at 22. Right. Or, you know, he can just fall the way down to 31 at Kansas City. So, I mean, it's just it's just depends on what these teams are looking for. All these teams could use one, but then again, they really couldn't. So I feel like they have a bigger needs than wide receiver. But if he was to go in the first round, yeah, Chargers, Ravens. Uh, Buffalo down there at 27. Like you said, he had a better year with Katie Pickett than he did with Caleb Williams at USC, which is interesting enough. But right. um, if you're going to go off pit stats, then you would pick him higher than he probably deserves. But definitely first round, but maybe towards the end, Chargers, Ravens, Bengals or Bills as well. So Yeah, no, I, I love all those. I, I love all those. Now, he, he didn't put up um, great – 40 time, yeah, 449. Um, so not that kind of breakaway speed you're kind of hoping for there, but um, he definitely looked he definitely looked good uh, in in uh, in terms of his general performance at the combine. And I think he uh, obviously has a lot of opportunity there. And others have kind of uh, compared him to Chris um, Olave from uh, Ohio State in terms yeah. of what he he could be. I think that's a fair uh, comparison. So uh, yeah, I can see that happening. I mean, I, I am not as big on Jordan Addison as I am on um, the first two. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm hugely in on um, Quentin Johnston, and I'm relatively in on Jackson Smith and Jigba, except for the fact that I, I just don't know what's going to happen coming out of the injury because we really haven't seen him play play in a long time. Right. But uh, I'm not as big in on, on Jordan Addison. I do think that the height does make a difference, 5'11", compared to 6'3 mm-hmm. and 6'1". That certainly means that he has to get yeah. separation. So, um, But, hey, he's got speed. He's got speed. So... That is something that uh, we'd like to see. Um, all right, let's go on to the next guy. And I really, really love this guy as well. It's Me Zay too. Flowers, wide receiver out of Boston College. I'm a big, big fan of Zay Flowers. Um, he's actually even shorter at 5'9", but, man, he can. he's great. Because Boston College was a horrible team last year. And I did watch mm-hmm. him play Notre Dame at Notre Dame, and they got absolutely destroyed uh, in that game. But that wasn't Zay Flowers' uh, issue, you know, because even in a bad team, he had 78 receptions for 1,077 yards and 12 touchdowns. He's basically the only thing 
that was going for Boston College last year. And um, he is he's got he's made a name for himself there. So I think there is some significant upside here for Zay Flowers. Um, he is being compared to the likes of Kadarius Tony and T. Higgins, the aforementioned T. Higgins, both of which would be fantastic um, if that's what he's going to be in the NFL. So what do you think about Zay Flowers and where he should end up? Uh, I can see him dropping all the way down to the Philadelphia Eagles. So I think the Eagles with their 10th yeah. pick, if Jalen Carter is there, they're going to take him to, yeah. to help short that defensive line since they've lost, you know, Hargrave and, and Duncan Slew and a couple other people as well. So if he drops all the way down to 30, they don't have that Kadarius Tony, Curtis Samuel can do it all slot receiver um, yep. to go along with their offense. They have, of course, A.J. Brown, the big guy, big play wide receiver. And then you have um, Devontae Smith, who's your, your deep ball threat, good route runner. And then Quez Watkins, who's your, long, your deep ball threat. They need right. somebody that can do, like, jet sweeps and, you know, this and that. And I think it would be a great uh, acquisition down there at number 30 for Philadelphia. So, yeah, that would be a, that'd be huge. That would be huge. I mean, that would actually – That's your role in the, in the NFL, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that would be a huge. I mean, if he fell down, that that would be a steal. Uh, I think if they were able to get him down there. Um, I, I actually would be interested if he ended up. I now, mean, I hate the Packers personally, but I yeah. think he would be a good addition to the Packers. You had mentioned the Packers earlier uh, when we talked about Njigba, and I think that uh, he would be a good fit there, um, just because they could use some a big splash there. I mean, it would just be also a nice like <laughs> you know parting gift to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, now we're right. going to draft a top-end wide receiver. Now that you're gone, <laughs> uh-huh. exactly. we're going to draft one to help Jordan Love, you know, get things going. So, um, you know, we'll see where he ends up. But I, I really like Zay Flowers. And early on in the process, I was a big fan of the Bears trading back uh, their number nine pick and getting Zay Flowers later. But um, I think he's rising up the boards, and he probably will be gone uh, pretty soon thereafter. All right, let's hit the uh, the last guy that um, I have on my list here. And um, this is going to be probably a little bit more – I mean, there's a lot of discussion here with regard to who the next guy on the list is. Um, I got Josh Downs from UNC um, up next, but I know a lot of people will probably disagree with that. And I am just – again, I'm following off PFF, and there are a lot of close calls here um, at this point going forward. So – Josh Downs out of UNC, 5'9", um, only 171 pounds, a little bit light for a wide receiver. He told 83 receptions, though, and 929 yards and 11 touchdowns in 2022. Um, and he played really, really w- uh, well when he was in college. And he's another one of those dangerous slot receivers um, that can be very, very um, impactful in the NFL. Uh, what do you think here about Josh Downs of UNC? I love that kid. Obviously, I'm a UNC Tar Heel fan. Some kind of bias yep. was him. Before he got injured this past season, he was Drake May's uh, favorite target on that offense. He was catching balls everywhere, catching touchdowns everywhere. Great route runner. Very, very small. Very fast. Five mm-hmm. nine, twenty one pounds. That's that's pretty small. But like we just talked about, Zay Flowers. He's going to be one of those type of receivers. You know, like Kadarius Tony, Curtis Samuel. You know, jet sweep, like Hunter Renfro type, small type receivers. That's mm-hmm. probably going to be a two or three wide receivers. But I could see him going all the way down to maybe in this wide receiver class we talked about. Down to 31 to the Kansas City Chiefs. I know that yeah, uh, wow. there, but Adam down there, that'd be sweet. Uh, he could go to New York Giants. They need some wide receiver help as well, especially just extended Daniel Jones. So if you you know want to improve himself, give him a nice receiver to help him do that. 
Um, yep. But I think he would be the last wide receiver to go if he went in the first round. So I'm thinking anywhere from the Giants down, he could he could end up. So yeah, and you know, I would love to see him. Uh, and and speaking of where I think he would fit in well, if if Sam Howell actually starts for the Commanders, uh, how would you love to have Josh Downs there? <laughs> that would be nice. That would be that would sweet. Well. We've, got already, we've got a lot of our receivers already, and Deami Brown, former Tar Heel, already there. So yeah, just rebuild a UNC works, team. But, <laughs> yeah, we'll just build a UNC team of, the, of this Virginia. So that's cool. Yeah, that's I mean, so that could be fun. Anyway, so let's that's what I that's what we got right now in terms of the the wide receivers and uh let's move on because obviously there can be a lot more discussion on the rest of these guys, but I like yeah. Josh Downs. I think he'll be a good value. All right, let's go ahead into the boxing bell and talk about those running backs and we're going to kind of fly through these guys because okay, we have to mean? keep ourselves on time here. But um you know, obviously the first one is doesn't need any introduction. Um it's Bijan Robinson. I, I won't – I'll let you chime in first, and then I'll tell you what I, what I think about it because, uh, you know, running backs have started to become less valued in the NFL as of late. Uh, and I, th- I think sometimes that's warranted and sometimes it's not. And I think Bijan Robinson might be one of those times where it's not warranted to ignore the running backs in the top end mm-hmm. of the draft. So what do you think? Mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson out of Texas, what are your thoughts here, and where should he go? Um, he'll, he could possibly be a top 10 pick, maybe top 15, top 20 pick. Um, yep. Running back, like you said, it's – they're usually not really needed or high regarded, but I mean, all these running backs are explosive and score points. And if you want to do that, like the Chiefs do and the Eagles did with their running game, they got the Super Bowl yeah. with their running game. So if you want to do that, you might as well go ahead and add him. He can do it all. He can catch, catch out the backfield, strong downhill runner, can do it all. Um, people have the commanders getting him at 16. I would rather take somebody else, but if he's there, best player available, we'll take him. He really yeah. can go anywhere he wants to in anybody's team in the first round. Honestly, they make him that much better. So. But, I mean, hey, Eagles, they love Miles Sanders. He could go there. Falcons, he could go to the Packers. He could go to the Lions. I mean, the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. Look crazy. So, he can go anywhere he wants, but he'll be the first running back off the board. No doubt. And, uh, obviously, average 6.1 yards per carry for 1,580 yards and 18 touchdowns in 2022. Yeah, and then he caught 19 receptions for 314 yards and two more scores. This guy – is unstoppable. He's definitely an elite grade running back that people should not ignore. Um, I can see him going a lot of places that you had mentioned. I, I would be interested if they are able to land Lamar Jackson in um, Tampa Bay, and then they decide to draft Bijan Robinson. I can see that being, being just insane, just being mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Having two run threats right there, uh, and I, all the other places you mentioned as well. I think great places for him to land. I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans decide to go grab him if they get a quarterback Ooh. at number two with their number 12 pick. So that would be a one-two punch that could be very difficult to counter as well. Let's get to the next guy on the list, and that is – so, you know, obviously everyone can agree on Bijan Robinson, and I think a lot of people are also have their eyes on Jameer Gibbs, the running back out of Alabama, uh, 5'9", 199 pounds. He was absolutely phenomenal for Alabama in 2022, and he did damage as a receiver as well. Six-point yards per carry, 926 yards, seven touchdowns. 44 receptions and 444 yards, three more scores. I mean, a lot of people have been comparing him to Alvin Kamara uh, and DeAndre Swift when he's not injured. <laughs> uh, right. Even Travis Etienne and, and Jonathan Taylor, everyone's comparing him to everybody. So what are your thoughts here on Jameer Gibbs? I think if you if you miss on, on the opportunity of Bajan Robertson, you go get this guy. Um, some people might – I've heard people say they'd rather have this guy than Bajan Robertson, so there's that. Um, but yeah, if you miss on Bijan, go get this guy. He's number two running back off the board. If there was another one to go in the first round, he would be it for sure. It's gonna be interesting if two running backs go in the first round as well. But yeah, if it happens, Biz will be the second one off the board if if, some, if the team misses on Bijan. 
Yeah, yeah I, we haven't seen it in a while, but that, I wouldn't be shocked to see something like that. I mean, it, also, you know, the, the Ravens could decide that they want to just re, revamp and just, you know, go all in on their running game uh, and then uh, and then get a, a, a rookie quarterback in there because obviously they may, they may have to. They may not have a choice. It'd be interesting if they do something like that. And I could see him fitting in a, a lot of different places. Let's go on to the next guy here, uh, and this is another one which a lot of has gotten a lot of hype. Uh, Zach Carbonet, uh, running back out of UCLA, six feet tall, uh, 214 pounds. He recorded 195 carries in 2022 for 1,359 yards. That is a seven yard per carry average and also caught 37 passes for 321 yards. He is fast. He looks really good, runs hard, picks up tons of yards of the contact. He looks like a three-down starter to me. Uh, what do you think about Zach Carbonet running back out of UCLA? I mean, I really don't know too much about him, but judging by the stat, I would take him in the first round if I missed on the first two running backs, and running back was one of the top positions on my draft board. Um, but if not, he's going to be like definitely a top 10 pick in the second round. It'd be really interesting to see three running backs go in the first round, but you never know if you want to score points, these running backs offer that for what what, what they bring to the table. So if not in the first round, definitely top five pick in the second round, he'll be going. Yeah. I, I can see him going. If he goes for the, I think the Bills taking him late would be a great place for him to go. I mean, they, they've never been good at establishing the run. That's the one big piece that's missing from them and they can't seem to get over the hump without it. I think that Zach Carbonet could really do some damage there up in Buffalo. All right. Let's talk about Devon Ashane, running back out of Texas A&M, height 5'9", weight 188. Um, he's a little bit on the smaller side, but he has speed. I mean, he is definitely big plays and speed for the Aggies. Um, he had uh, um, tons, I mean, well, he, uh, back in 2022, 5.6 yards per carry, 1,102 yards, eight touchdowns, 36 catches, 196 yards, two touchdowns there as well. I mean, he averaged seven yards per carry in 2021. I mean, the guy is, uh, he's fast. He's just electric speed and amazing 4.32 40-yard dash at the combine. What do you think of Devon Ashane? I mean, I think he could be a nice running back two or three option in the NFL right now to get his career going, get his feet wet. You know, a special package type player, like a few plays here and there for him. But I don't know about day one starter for a running back needy team. Um but, I mean, hey, if it is, I'll take him first round. If not, he'll go top ten, second round, too, as well. All these running backs are, are good first or second round picks. It just depends on the team wants to take a risk of getting running back if they need him. But, yeah, definitely around one or round two running back off the board. Yeah, I totally agree. And let's because we're running short on time here, we're going to switch on over to the tight ends because I do want to hit the top tight ends here. And, of course, my favorite tight end on the board, and I am super biased here, Michael Mayer out of yeah. Notre Dame, uh, 67 catches, 809 yards, nine touchdowns in 2022. He wore, he wore the number 87. He's baby Gronk. So what do right. we think here about Mayor, uh, Michael Mayer uh, out of Notre Dame, the tight end? I love him. I'd love him to take him at 16 for the commanders, give Sam Howell a nice weapon. They can both, they're both young. They can both go through growing pains together. That'd be nice. Our tight end room is led by Logan Thomas, former quarterback, turned tight end. That never, ever worked in the league, so here we go. <laughs> That'd be great, but it'd be, it'd be really weird to see a tight end go first round, but he's, like you said, baby Gronk. I can see him going to Green Bay to replace Robert Tunyon, who just yeah. left. Give Jordan Love some love there. Uh, yeah. Pittsburgh is a tight end. Well, they have fire moves, but they always like tight ends. Chargers need a good tight end. Seahawks need a great tight end. Buccaneers need a great tight end. They could be Gronk down there, so... He can go anywhere in the first round, but uh, and how about them Cowboys? Him. How about oh, them yeah. Cowboys? Oh yeah, Wilson Johnson, go ahead and get him at twenty-six. 
I think he will. I'm almost positive he'll go in the first round of the draft. Uh, it's just a big question for me whether it will be two tight ends in the first round of the draft because they're also Dalton Kincaid out of Utah, yes. 6'4", yes. 246 pounds, 70 catches, 890 yards, eight touchdowns in 2022. Ooh. He was a quality receiving tight end. Not yeah. quite big enough to be a blocker, but he is a, a relatively has good technique, but great route running, good hands, athleticism. What do you think about Dalton Kincaid, tight end of Utah? If you miss on, on Danny Gronk and Mayer from Notre Dame, go after Dalton Kincaid. Great hands. Like you said, really, really good receiving tight end. Not so much blocking, but maybe you can adapt to that, or you can just have him come in for red zone opportunities or third down opportunities. You know, that's why you know it's a surefire catch because of his hands. Um, also a great first round selection too if you want to take a tight end in the first round. It's him and Mayer for sure, top two tight ends. Yeah, me too. And I, my big question is whether both of them will be drafted. One more, and then we're going to call it a day here. Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia, oh. six seven, weights yeah. weights two hundred sixty four pounds. He's a big dude, two hundred eight receptions, four hundred fifty four yards, and two touchdowns. But he is a massive blocker. He blocks really well and, of course, runs great routes as well and ran a fast 40-yard dash at 4.64 at the Combine. Darnell Washington, tight end Georgia, what do you think? Where should he go? He is the DK Metcalf of tight ends. He is a freak <laughs> on the So if you, you know, he could go somewhere and become your, your number one and number two passing target. Doesn't necessarily have to be a wide receiver. Like, he's a giant human being. If you can grab him late in the first round, that would be a steal. He might not be NFL ready just now, but I guarantee by the time week one comes, He'll be on the field at some point. He's a freaking monster. I, I yeah. like him. I think he'll be gone by the end of the second round as well because he hits two sure. points. He gets, he gets that receiving option, and he's a great blocker on the line. All right, let's hit the air horn of the show. Always Woo! goes so fast. We really blasted through that stuff, man. We blasted through it. All right, uh, Trev, give us your social media so people can follow you. I'm uh, on Twitter, at TrevHTTC, Instagram, Trev underscore stores, right here at Football Garbage Time Podcast. It's not too long. Got it all started with full press commander George Carmi and I rested this in the stoner, which I'm about to go hop on right now. Jump over there and and listen to him, everybody. Jump over there and listen to him. You will not be sorry. You can never get enough Trev. That's what I always say. All right. You can find me at FB Garbage Time on Twitter. You can find me on the Football Garbage Time page on Facebook. As usual, thank you, everybody, for listening and wasting time with us. And until next time, enjoy your NFL week.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.